Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 596. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, tell us whether you'd like to have a CD or an audio tape. We need to know that. Uh, they're both free, including the postage and handling. Uh, I've got some, as usual, powerful message today. I've got, uh, we're going to continue on in Joshua and elsewhere. Plus, uh, we've got some letters and music. But right now, I'm going to pray, and I pray, and I want you to pray with me to the Lord to anoint this program. And not only to anoint the program on my side, but for you to be able to hear it and understand it. So I ask in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, uh, that uh, the souls might be saved and that you're strengthened, uh, bind every satanic force, uh, bind things that we want to do that you don't want us to do, and Lord, open the doors of the kingdom of heaven uh, to uh, open more doors for us and close all the doors that you don't want. I ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, here's a very interesting uh, and a very scriptural song by Keith Green. The name of it is, is The Sheep, Which Are the Followers of the Lord, and the Goats. The name of the song is The Sheep and the Goats. something to eat? Lord, why were you thirsty? Can't remember. And we gave you a drink. Huh. When were 
were you naked, Lord, and we clothed you? Or Lord, when were you a stranger and we invited you in? I mean, we invited lots of people in. But Lord, I'd never forget that face. Or Lord, when were you sick and we visited you? Or in prison and we came to you? Lord, tell us. Inasmuch as you've done it to the least of my brethren, you've done it unto me. Oh, yes. Inasmuch as you've done it to the very least of my brethren, oh, you've done it. You've done it unto me. Enter into your rest. shall turn to those on his left the goats depart from me you cursed ones into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was naked, out in the cold, in exposure, and you sent me away. I was a stranger, and I knocked at your door. But you didn't open, you told me to go away. I was sick, wrapped in pain upon my bed, and I begged and prayed and pleaded that you'd come, but you didn't. I was in prison. your programs on the radio and read your magazines but you never came depart from me Lord there must be some mistake when Lord uh, when I mean when were you hungry Lord and we didn't give you something to eat I mean, you thirsty and we didn't give you a drink. I mean, that's not fair. Well, would you like something now? One of the angels want to go out and get the Lord a hamburger and a Coke? Yeah. Oh, you're not hungry. Uh, yeah, I, I lost my appetite too. Uh, Lord, uh, Lord, when were you naked? I mean, that's not fair either, Lord. We didn't even know what size you wear. Lord, when were you a stranger, Lord? You weren't one of those creepy people that used to come to the door, were you? Oh, Lord, that wasn't our ministry, Lord. We just didn't feel led, you know? Well, Lord, uh, Lord, when were you sick? What did you have anyway? 
Well, at least it wasn't fatal. Oh, it was? I'm sorry, Lord, I would have sent you a card. Lord, uh, just one last thing. We want to know, uh, when were you in prison, Lord? Lord, what were you in for anyway? I had a friend in Leavenworth. Enough! Inasmuch as you've not done it to the least of my brethren, you've not done it unto me. Inasmuch as you've not done it to the least of my brethren, you've not done it unto me. Depart from me. And these shall go away into everlasting fire, but the righteous into eternal life. My friends, the only difference between the sheep and the goats, according to the scripture, is what they did and didn't do. All right, praise the Lord. That was Keith Green. I've never played such a song, but this is very scriptural um, uh, on the air. Um, I've never played... Keith Green song is what I mean. It's I really love the song. And now we've got some letters. Uh, where's the first one from? From Zambia, Africa. All right, let's hear it. Dear Pastor, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks very much for the materials that I have received. I was very blessed when I read That's What It's All About, Bessie, and I have distributed all the materials. I am requesting still more materials, especially the newsletters that's what it's all about, Bessie, and the tree, and other evangelistic materials which I may not know about. My pastor, I want to testify that since I became your distributor, my life has changed. I have the desire and boldness to witness for Jesus. I want to also request for some Bibles which have been requested by my new converts in our region. Man of God, even if you are far from here, I feel like you are near because of my oneness with you to work and support your vision. I pray to God Almighty so that he gives you more days to live on this earth. May God bless you continuously. Your distributor, Simpamba, from Zambia, Africa. Okay, where's the, you have another letter? Yes. Where's it from? From Bidar, India. All right, let me hear it. Dear Pastor Lamo, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given to you by Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. I live in a village at Bidar district in India. I am 18 years old and I am studying 10th class English medium in my village. This past month my friend David told me about you and your ministry and he gave me a Messiah book. When I read the words in that book, God touched me and that's why I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. Therefore, I am enjoying every day in God now. My ambition is that I will become a servant of God, so that is why I want you to please pray to God for me in my life. This is my first letter to you, so after you read it, please send your reply to me. I love you, Tony, and I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine. 
Here I am doing fasting prayers twice a week for you, your family, and your ministry. I have in my heart that I will not forget you, so do not forget me. Every day I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge, and being filled with the fruit of righteousness, which is by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. My parents are farmers, and they are doing field work in the village. They also believe in Jesus Christ and were baptized. My parents are also praying for your ministry. We are very poor, so please pray for us. Here I have no English Bible, so that's why I'm asking in Jesus' name for you to please give me a King James Version Holy Bible and two Messiah books. I am waiting for your free material and prayers. Thank you. The grace of God be with you. God's beloved son, A. Paul from Bidar, India. All right, praise the Lord. Now the Lord uh, tells us that we must have zeal in these last days. Now if you uh, look around and find out, uh, you look to see who it is on earth that has zeal today. And actually it's the Antichrist government has zeal. And the people of the Lord are uh, don't have zeal enough to put them down. Now um, if we don't have zeal, the Lord says he'll spit us out of his mouth. And if uh, you spit something out of your mouth, if Jesus spits us out of his mouth, then we're out of his body. That is just another one of the many scriptures that tells us that um, we uh, are not once saved, always saved, uh, unless we keep the commandments. And uh, so he says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. How many of the people that call themselves Christians really hate evil? Um, I don't know that many that hate evil. And so there's one commandment that they uh, don't keep, that the Lord commands us to keep. This is in the 8th chapter of Proverbs, verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So he says, hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth. Do I not only not like, but I hate, the Lord says. I hate people that just talk about this and that, rather than keeping their mind focused on the Lord and uh, keeping themselves um, full of the fear of the Lord. Uh, and full of the hatred of evil. Now, of course, the Antichrist government tells you that you're not supposed to hate anything. Well, if that's true, is that if they think that that's right, well, then why are they hating Christians? Why do they want to burn Christians up as they did at Waco? Now, I just saw uh, former President Clinton on television saying, the worst mistake I ever made in my administration was Waco. But the thing that burned into me very much when he was stating back then, he says, I take full responsibility for Waco. That'll teach people not to be in a cult. In other words, he was plainly letting everybody know that he's Catholic, but... Uh, anything other than Catholic, which is the Antichrist, to him is a cult. It's the same thing with President Bush and all the other presidents we've had for so many, many, many decades down through the years. 
And so if you hate evil, uh, they're doing everything they can to put down the Christian realm. Well, then if you hate evil, then you have to do everything in your power to put them down. But we don't murder people. We don't kill them. We don't burn them up like they did over there. I recently put the tapes on that I've been telling you about for years uh, about Waco. It shows the government tanks busting holes in uh, after they put the tear gas in uh, to the Branch Davidians building there. It shows flamethrowers coming out of the uh, tanks so that you can see on my website exactly what I said is true. Then it also shows four of the uh, BATF officers or FBI crawling up on a roof. Three of them went into a window up there, and the last one had a machine gun, and he stuck the machine gun in the window and killed his buddies. And you can see it with your own eyes. Now, there's an old saying that says, seeing is believing. Just turn on my website and look at that. And then you'll see what it, uh, the government's trying to do is make it look like the people of the Lord are dangerous and that they are not. They're arresting all kinds of Christians. It's just amazing. I don't know if uh, and they're trying to make it look like I knew David Koresh and that we were buddies. I never met the man in my life. These are things that the government is saying on the, the Satan's mouth, which is the media. The Bible says that Satan would be given a mouth in the last days, and if it isn't the media, well, I'd like you to tell me who it is. They're espousing everything that Satan wants them to espouse, and uh, in, which is exalting the Pope in all false religions and putting down God, the Lord Jesus Christ is God also. Uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are one. And they're doing everything in their power to make it look like we're evil, God's word is evil, and they're good. Like John Paul II stated that anyone that reads the Bible is crazy. Well, now he's having to pay for that, and he's having to pay for it for an eternity. I didn't hate the man, but I hated the evil that he said and the evil that he was doing. And just as the Bible here tells us to do, these are the words of the Lord. Uh, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Now that's evil. And uh, what they're they're arresting people for being married at the uh, at the age of puberty, and uh, this is f wrong. Uh, it's, and they also, as far as there's uh, separation from church and state. But then, what are they doing, marching into everybody's churches? as long as they're not Catholic. And why are they uh, arresting them and making... I've never heard any of those people's side of the story. I don't know whether they're right or wrong. If somebody's forcing somebody to be married, uh, you know, the Lord is not for that. But uh, because he, he doesn't even force anybody. He says, here's what I hate. I hate evil. And then he goes on to tell us what evil is. He hates pride, which is evil. Now, these guys swagger around the Antichrist and they arrest Christians like they're, and they've got all kinds of armor and uh, machine guns on them when they arrest you. And we don't even have a squirt gun in our church. And uh, I'm not condoning any marriages other than marriages that are a, people 18 years old because the Bible says that we have to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. 
I it's uh, you know hurts my heart to see many people that are in love that are 14, 15, and 16, women that are reached puberty and are able to have babies, and they love a, a person in the church, and they want to get married to him. The Bible says, let the young women marry. Okay, now this is the government, the uh, Antichrist government has brainwashed you so much that you believe that good is evil, and evil is good. And the Bible said there'd come a day that that would happen just before Christ comes back to earth again. And so, therefore, uh, you people are evil if you believe what the government says. Now, the Lord says that we must serve him with zeal. All right? So, the same zeal or even more than Satan is going after the word of God. Uh, the same zeal that uh, they're trying to destroy people that love one another and want to be married. Now, if you're asking, do I believe that a 14-year-old is capable of being married? Uh, I, uh, if they uh, love one another, and if they, uh, the woman has reached puberty for a year or two, or just even at the time of puberty, the Bible says it's all right, okay? It's all right. And if the man is able to support the woman, and so a woman, when she reaches puberty, and a man also, uh, it's uh, all right. It's um, the uh, that's the time that they should marry and reproduce. I know when I had cattle and hogs, and that's what they're treating people like as cattle and hogs. Uh, we like to breed them as soon as possible. Now you're saying, are you saying they should breed? I say they should not be forced to be married, and people should not be forced. Uh, in this government. The government's got stronger than we the people. Uh, and that's communism. So they may uh, label it as democracy. Uh, and even democracy, according to the Bible, is wrong because democracy doesn't tell you to keep theology. Uh, theo is God. Uh, Godology. Okay? And so if the Bible is telling you to do everything that the Lord uh, tells you to do, including hating evil, then hate those that say that it's wrong for people to marry when they're in love and they're adults. Now, a woman becomes an adult when she uh, reaches puberty. They uh, are not allowing them to uh, mature, saying, you know, in Europe, uh, almost everybody knows five different languages. Over here at 14 years old, the girls are still playing, or the women are still playing with Barbie dolls because they're made to believe by the uh, evil one world cult government headed by Rome that uh, 14 is, uh, if they're in puberty, that that's still a child. Well, according to the Lord, that's not true. He says, be fruitful and multiply. And the uh, government, the Antichrist government, is condoning homosexual marriages because they don't want any more population. They're, they call themselves the elite, but the Lord calls them goats. Uh, the sheep are the ones that, with all their heart and soul and body, hate evil. And they hate uh, pride, uh, just like God tells them to. If you have the fear of the Lord, then you hate evil. If you don't hate evil, then you don't have the fear of the Lord. 
you don't have the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And as a matter of fact, the book of Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is wisdom. And uh, so wisdom is to fear God enough to keep his commandments. So he says, the Lord says, hate evil. Hate people that teach you any other thing than what my word says. My word says to marry, to reproduce, and have children. My word tells us not to force anyone to do anything but to preach the gospel. Now, why is it that we should allow, if you have zeal, then you are to tear down, pull down, uh, cast down to the ground all evil, as God told Jeremiah to do in chapter 1. And so if you don't do that with all your heart and soul, throw down all these false doctrines that the Antichrist is teaching, then you don't... Um, hate yet evil. You don't hate pride, and you don't hate arrogancy, and the evil way. So you're evil. And so if you are evil, then I hate your way of life. And the, the froward mouth the Lord hates. In other words, there's so many people that think Christianity is sitting like the uh, priests do and molest little boys in the Vatican and in the church, and that it's all right to be a homosexual. I hate that because God hates that. And if you don't hate that, then God is going to hate you on the Day of Judgment. You'll be on the side with the goats while Jesus is uh, telling the people that did hate evil, did hate pride, and uh, did hate er uh, uh, did hate arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth. Do Does God hate, he says. Because he said, counsel is mine. This is 8th chapter, verse 14 now. Counsel is mine. And sound wisdom. Uh, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. And you're evil. And so if God commands his people to hate evil, then know this, that God hates evil, and he uh, loves people that zealously hate evil. And if you don't hate evil enough to uh, destroy it, not with guns, bullets, and bombs like they do, but with the word of God to go out into the streets with my literature and distribute them until every soul them and when somebody says I don't want to believe in this and so on and so then you say you must believe it or you're gonna wind up in hell uh, because God says you don't fear the Lord the fear of the Lord is to hate evil now it's because this whole nation doesn't fear God anymore uh, we're going down the tubes we're in recession now and it's worse than the great depression it's just the same as the Great Depression is getting worse you people have lost your homes, many of you out there. Your businesses are not doing too well. God is cursing you because you don't hate evil. You think it's nice to be nice to Satan. But it's not nice to be nice to Satan. You have to have a voice. You have to speak the words of God in order for God to love you. If you waste your time during the day 
uh, with the forward talking about this and that and who's going, what's to eat and where to go in the big city of Los Angeles or, you know, to uh, bow down to uh, Valentine's Day and all the different uh, days, Halloween and all these things. You don't hate evil because the Lord says to focus your mind, heart, and soul completely on him. Now, the Lord says, counsel is mine, and sound wisdom is mine. I am, God said, understanding. So if you're trying to use your own understanding and your own uh, doctrine, uh, or your what you call wisdom, your wisdom is evil to the Lord. His wisdom is king. He says... He tells you that uh, the fear, and he says we have to fear him. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So wisdom is, in other words, the wisdom of the Lord is to hate evil. So the fear of the Lord is wisdom, and he says the fear of the Lord, or the wisdom of the Lord, is to hate evil and arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth. Do I, God, hate? So if you want me to hate you, just keep loving uh, evil, pride, and arrogancy in the evil way and the forward mouth, and God says, I'll destroy you. Now, the wisdom is the Lord is to, and the fear of the Lord is to listen to what he says so that he doesn't destroy you in hell and the lake of fire forevermore. Wouldn't that be nice? Now, counsel is mine, says the Lord, not yours. And sound wisdom. I, God, am understanding. Uh, That's why I say, put on the mind of Christ, the word of God, because the word of God is me, and I am understanding. I have strength. Now, if you're not coming on as strong for the Lord as these devils are coming on strong against Christian churches. Now, if you think I'm condoning, if I don't know uh, uh, Korish and I don't know this guy that they have on television that they say was forcing people to be married and everything, if they were doing that, well, yes, I hate evil. But if they weren't doing that, then I hate the evil government. Why doesn't the government let this guy... Why doesn't the media let this guy, the government media, let him get on the TV and tell us his part of the story? Because they always cover that up just like they did myself. They covered everything that I was preaching up and twisted it to make it look as though I were evil. And how could I possibly be evil when I hate evil? And how could I possibly be evil when I fear the Lord? When I have the wisdom of the Lord, the wisdom of the Lord is to hate evil, and I do. And the wisdom of the Lord is to hate pride, and I do. But they don't. They love to do evil, and they have pride. They're marching on churches, and out of the other corner of their mouth, they say, there's a separation between church and state. Well, then why are they marching on churches? and taking people to task. And why don't they take their own church to court? Why don't they put them in prison? There's hundreds of thousands of priests have molested, 
have committed oral and anal sex with little boys and destroyed their lives. The, folks, that's evil. And if you don't hate that and you say, well, it's the Catholic Church. First of all, it's not a church. It's not. It's a, the world's largest and most evil cult. Well, they've burned people at the stake and they're still burning people up like they did Waco and spokesmen that uh, the media builds up like Clinton and they're even running his uh, wife who evidently believes the same way he does or she wouldn't still be with him. And so what difference will there be if she gets in office or this Obama? This is a, 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 a dictatorship is what it is. It's not democracy. What they're doing is telling people uh, what to do, evil things to do, and they're telling us that we have to do it or that we're going to go to prison for not doing evil. But again, the Lord, uh, the uh, wisdom of the Lord, the fear of the Lord tells us to hate evil. So you can't do what they tell you to do. You can't believe the way they want you to believe. They'll say, oh, Tony, are you saying that there's no criminals? Yes, there is criminals, and you evil people out there are making them criminals. Try to watch TV and see if there isn't more filth, degeneracy, and the filthy words that are coming out, and you can't even turn it on with your children around because it's so evil. And yet the President of the United States, if we're in one nation under God, and if the President is really the head of this country, then why doesn't he put a stop to it? And why doesn't he do it zealously? And why are we going overseas? We're supposed to be only one nation under God. Well, then why are we going over and trying to be a nation over every nation in the world and uh, stopping them from doing their thing? First of all, they say they're wicked, but who could be more wicked than the Vatican and those that are following his orders like the presidents of the United States by... Uh, allowing uh, Japan, uh, Pearl Harbor to be bombed. They knew what was going on. It's come out to everybody. Now, you have to hate evil, folks, if you fear the Lord, if you, hate, if you love the wisdom of the Lord, is to hate evil and to do it with such zeal that everybody knows in the world what you stand for. You stand for the Word of God, and the Word of God is not evil, but the evil words are coming from the serpent. And the serpent uh, is his cult or church, whatever you want to call it, is in Rome, Italy. And uh, the heads of governments, just like the Bible said, are under his spell. And, you know, it may be uh, really, you know, you just haven't been born that long or something to think that evil is exciting and it's good to be in a trance, a stupor, that you believe in evil, but the wisdom of God, the fear of God, is to hate evil and the arrogancy, pride, the evil way, and the forward mouth. God says, I hate it. Now stop it. He says that to Jeremiah, pull it down. Get to the first chapter of Jeremiah and get to the point where he's just a little boy, Jeremiah. God calls Jeremiah. He's just a youth. And uh, he uh, tells him what to do. And Jeremiah, in order to save his own hide, does what the Lord tells him to do. 
We're to witness and testify zealously. We're not to be afraid. Like it says in the first chapter of Joshua, he says, uh, be very courageous, very bold, and to speak out. He tells the same thing to Ezekiel. He said, if you don't speak out, and these are the prophets of God. He said, if you don't speak out and tell the people in this world, back then or anywhere ever you are, any part of the world that you're at, he says, my commandments. He says, now they're going to hate you for it, just like they hate you, Tony. But you do what I tell you and do it with zeal and don't, you know, people laugh and say, well, you're controversial. Don't worry about being controversial. Be worried about not being controversial. The entire world hates, the world at large hates God. And they hate the word of God. And they hate the plagues that he's raining down on people. But the, the fear of the Lord or the wisdom of the Lord is to hate evil. The things that the Lord does is not evil. He's chastening people for hating him. And you must love the Lord thy God. That's the first commandment with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And if you don't, you're going to wind up in the lake of fire forever. There's people in this church that have strayed away from the Lord. They went away and they began, uh, like Mike Borg, who uh, got into a life of uh, sex with other people's wives. This is very evil. And then he just started living a very loose life. And he never got, uh, he just never would, uh, uh, he repented and was filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he turned on God. And he put him out to open shame. He started coming against my church. And he kept uh, flirting with uh, another men's wives in the church. And so I put him out. He had to go. And the reason for that is because I don't allow that in this church. Now, in the Vatican, the Catholic cult, they allow uh, anal sex and oral sex with little boys and many times little girls, too. And uh, yet, doesn't, why doesn't the one world government go after that? You know, I, because they're evil. They hide them. And they condone that. And they say, well... Uh, they don't hate evil. They are, they are the epitome of evil. They don't fear the Lord. They don't have the wisdom of the Lord because uh, the wisdom and the, uh, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogancy and the evil way. You don't want to hear that, but you love to hear. Yeah, you love to say, oh, there's uh, this uh, cult and uh, they're... Uh, uh, they got uh, guns and all that kind of stuff. Well, according to the U.S. Constitution, it was right to have them. Of course, we don't have guns. We don't even have squirt guns because these people wanted to kill me and my church, the people in my church, and uh, because and then the Lord told me, uh, separate the church into different factions because they want every one of you up on the ridge just above Dyer, Arkansas. If they get you all together like that, then they'll murder all of you. Even Clinton, according to an FBI agent, John Peeler, uh, said that Clinton told him to murder me, to assassinate me. Why would my own president of the United States, if he was a real president, want to assassinate me? Why, if I was doing so much wrong? Now they're saying, okay, the, the cat is out of the bag. 
Uh, Tony has told these things, and so have many government agencies told the truth of these things. Now they're saying, make it look like an accident. We were going down uh, Highway 71 in uh, just outside of Falk, Arkansas. We were headed for Texarkana, and here comes this big armored-type truck at us. And uh, it was coming uh, about three miles away, and we could see it coming right over to our side of the road and heading for us. And so just before it got to us, I took the wheel and uh, turned it completely. We had to go off the highway, and it still hit the rear end of our car and uh, bashed people up really good in the car, and yet none of us got were killed. If I hadn't, uh, and the driver hadn't started pulling the car over to the side of the road and even off the road, the nose of our vehicle was down in a ditch, and it still hit us. And the man says, well, I was just looking for something on the floor. For two miles? This man's license should be taken away. I have a policy in the church. Anybody that could endanger people's lives, I take away their driver's licenses, and I don't allow them to drive any longer. I'm not going to risk people's lives. Or if anyone nods at the wheel, that's it. They're off driving forever. You say, well, that's evil. No, you're evil. Because you allow drunken drivers to drive and you don't take their, uh, their uh, driver's license away and you don't forbid them to drive any longer. And the highways are full of these evil, wicked people. So, um, but you said that shows to show that you don't hate evil. In other words, you don't have the fear of the Lord. And you don't hate pride. You people are full of pride because you've made different laws than what are the laws of God. You're saying that your way is better than God's way. And I call you a dirty, filthy liar. Okay? I don't care if you're the president. You're nothing. Now, why is it that a few years ago, um, when Waco happened... Did Clinton say, I, and this Janet Reno, his homosexual attorney general, say, uh, we take full credit for killing these weasels. And the media painted them as, and are still painting them as being evil. They were minding their own business. They weren't doing anything wrong, uh, according to the U.S. Constitution. I mean, they're saying to hell with the U.S. Constitution. Uh, that it doesn't exist, uh, it's only for Catholicism and Catholicism alone. In other words, that means it's only for Satan and Satan alone. Well, folks, that's evil, and if you don't hate evil, you don't have the fear of the Lord. You don't have the wisdom of God, uh, and you don't hate evil, you don't hate pride, you don't hate arrogancy, and the, fro the evil way and the froward mouth. People that say things like this, that's froward. You don't hate the people that are teaching that God is evil and Satan is good. And you've got all these satanic programs and books and magazines, and you're filling our children's heads with this. There's so much hatred on television now, and so much evil and violence and remember, folks, this is what the Lord said that he destroyed the world for with water back during the days of Noah. He destroyed it because it was full of evil and violence. And it repented him that he had created man, and so he gave him another chance.
Even though there was still the Adamic sin on their souls, he gave them another chance. Now, uh, Noah got drunk, that's true, but the law hadn't come into effect. If you've been on a boat for over a year with all those stinking animals and everything, uh, you might have gotten drunk as well. But no drunkard shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but that law came after Moses came. And Noah was well before uh, Moses, and uh, uh, it wasn't evil then. Where there's no law, there's no transgression. So there wasn't any law back then, but uh, God uh, was uh, one that Noah feared. And the Lord hadn't spoken that to him, no drunk who shall enter the kingdom of heaven. And before that time, uh, Adam and Eve had uh, two sons and had twin daughters. But you don't see people teaching that because they don't know the word of God that well. And back then it was all right to uh, be incestuous because there was no law. Therefore, there's no sin. Where there's no sin, there's no... Uh, where there's no law, there's no sin. And so, um, but when uh, the law came, then uh, the law, if you transgress the law, what it is, is it is sin. Sin is the transgression of the law of God. Now, sin would be uh, to you if you don't hate evil. Well, I don't hate anyone. Well, isn't that sound wonderful? You're such a wonderful person. You're actually holier than God, aren't you? You're a liar. I don't hate anything. I've heard people say that. Well, let me tell you, Buster, or uh, woman, if you don't hate evil, then you don't have the fear or the wisdom of God. And you don't hate pride and arrogancy. The whole world is filled with it. The sports figures and all the other proud people and arrogant people that are overpaid, more than overpaid. Like when I was a kid, we played baseball, a little bit of it, a little bit of football, basketball. But nobody would make a career out of it. Our career should always be God. God must be your career or you don't hate evil. Now, to disobey God, God says, Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you Sabbath or rest for your souls. Now, the true Sabbath is every day. In other words, you have to rest from your evil work, your, your pride, your love for evil, your love for pride and arrogancy, and your love uh, for the evil way and the forward mouth. Why is that evil? Because God says so. He says, which I do hate all these ways. Amen? Amen. So, you know, it's very hard to get things into your brain unless you study the Word of God. As you study football, baseball, basketball, and all the other forward things in this world that are not going to have any power to get you into the kingdom of heaven. And you're studying religion. The Bible says religion is of the devil, but salvation is of the Lord. And I have people that it's uh, hurt me uh, 
uh, as far as any position in this world, like I have a CP, attorneys like that, and I have to preach the gospel to them. When they say something, say, well, I belong to another religion. Well, I said, you're not supposed to belong to religion. You're supposed to belong to salvation. I am a salvationist, not a religionist. This is not a religion. It's a salvation. We're in the Spirit of God. God is in us. The Lord is in us, and uh, he wants to do his work in us. Otherwise, if we're not letting him do that, then we're doing evil. And we're not at all zealous to do the will of the Lord, and he's going to spit you if you were ever in his body. If you are, uh, you see, We're supposed to be in the body of Christ, and he is supposed to be living in our bodies in order for us to have eternal life. And so if you backslide, you, and that means you go back into the world, the prodigal son doesn't tell us anything about uh, that. Uh, what it is is everybody is born into the world. God gave us life. And so he tells us what the evil, the good way is and the evil way is. And if we st uh, uh, stray away from that, that's not the prodigal son. Because we're all evil before we become born again of the Spirit. You can't be in the body of Christ and come out of the body of Christ and come back into the body of Christ. The Lord will not tolerate that. He said, if you fall away from him, this is a great falling away that's happened in these last days. Do you think that I'm going to open my house to the Lord and I tell him, you know, that he can have the whole me. He can live in every room, every department of my body. He can take over every department of my body. And then tell him, Lord, I'm going to leave you now. And so you have to leave. I want to do some evil today. And so you kick him out. And you think he's some kind of a wench or some kind of a prostitute that you're going to tell him what to do instead of listening to what he does? He says, the person that does that, there remains no more forgiveness for them. He said, I died once and there's no more forgiveness for you because I, uh, I died once and I shed my blood once for you and I uh, washed all your sins away and drowned them in the sea of my forgetfulness and I won't remember them anymore unless you leave me because uh, I will never, if you continue on in me, I'll never leave and forsake you. But if you depart from me, the Lord says, I only those that to continue serving me to the end shall be saved. To the end of what? To the end of your lives is what it says. So, um, uh, he said, this counsel is mine. This is not counsel from Tony or from any other human but God is using my mouth and using my vessel to keep the commandments so that people in the world can see that there's at least one person keeping his commandments. And anyone that doesn't, I don't care if they're sitting in this church or any other church in the world, they're not going to heaven. So counsel is the Lord. You're not to go to anybody else for counsel. And sound wisdom or the fear of the Lord is mine. He said, I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign. You know, see, he said he made us a nation of kings and priests. And so we have to rule. 
If we follow his word, then we hate evil and we pull down evil as fast as the evil governments and everything are trying to pull down God. Amen? Amen. So pull down evil and don't let people tell you, well, you know, it's all right to do that, but pull down evil as hard as the evil people in this world and the evil serpent Satan is trying to do everything in his power to pull down God's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. Do you think that the Antichrist government has justice? No. I tell you, no, they don't. All right, so if you want to be one of God's kings and priests, uh, not the kind of that is uh, like the Vatican or Catholic priests, but people a priest and a king that reigns for God and rules for God with more zeal than the damnable anti-Christ satanic government does. Well, my time is up. I see that now. And now is the time that you can become one of God's kings or his priests. All you have to do is with me, follow me in this prayer to the Lord and say it with zeal. Mean it. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. I hate evil, Father, and I want to do that which is good, not evil. I will pull down principalities and powers of evil and darkness and cast them to the ground, as you say that we must do, and I'll do it with zeal. I'll do it with zeal. Well, we might get put in prison. Oh, yeah, but you'll be in heaven. Okay, so, Father, uh, I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, uh, and Father, and Holy Spirit. I know that, Father, you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in Jesus' name, in the blood of Jesus, and Lord, therefore, I know you've heard me and answered me. I know you've heard me. And you said that I'm saved. And therefore, I believe you and not the evil of this world. And so I thank and praise your holy name, Father God, for saving my soul. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, now just praise and thank the Lord for saving your soul. And here's Sharon to tell you how you can receive a copy of this program 596 uh, let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape and we'll send it to you free of charge without postage and handling go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries P.O. Box 6467 Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406 yeah, God says in the same chapter by me princes rule and you know kings and princes rule to the very end of their administration we have to continue on to the end or we can't be saved so we have to rule, and we have to continue on. And so that's why I sing this song, Onward, 
Onward, Christian soldiers. Praise the Lord. National attention has been focused on banner headlines proclaiming Christians are being kidnapped, tortured, committed to mental institutions, accused of brainwashing and mind control. Arise, Christian America. The King is coming. Hold fast. The day of the Lord is here. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before, Christ the against the Yeah. 